What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of All In or All Out. My name's Kevin Harris, and I am your host. Hope everybody's doing well this this week. We're coming up close on Christmas, and, um, you know, we, when this releases, we'll be uh, within about 12 days of Christmas. So for those of you who do the 12 days of Christmas and give presents, you should start doing that. But um, this week... I want to talk about redemption. Um, I want to talk about redemption and how really God has redeemed some things in my life that one, I didn't think would ever be possible. And and two, just to show you how he does love and care and, you know, um, really uh, want to see us do good, be good. And, and really, um, you know, how can bring joy in our lives and, and the way he makes, uh, you know, circumstances. And I, usually, you know, I don't get on here and preach and, and go into all that. I, I try to be something that will uh, help you, benefit you uh, in your life. And But this week I just want to be encouraging and see, and I just can't help because of the overwhelming sense of redemption that I've been feeling here lately and, and how things are playing out and, and the things that I'm doing in my life. And, um, and you know, it just reminds me, as you hear some of these stories, I just want to remember them and just one phrase that really, if, if you read my uh, book and, and know my book, that uh, this one verse that's just kind of stuck out and kind of been instrumental uh, through uh, my recovery process of when I was using and got clean and was Romans eight twenty eight? You know, for all things come together for good for those who love the Lord, and that's just just become more evident, true in my life here lately, as as things have become redeemed in my life. Have God's you know restored some things, and just you know how I am about definition. So I want to give you definition. Redemption is the action of saving or being saved from sin, error, or evil. So it, it's an action of saving or being saved. And, you know, whether it's save something like you redeem, save something in your life um, that, uh, you know, that you've been through and you thought you'd lose or, you know, being able to redeem you back to normal as you veer off the path. And, um, you know, a story of redemption, um, some people uh, call it, but it's also the action of regaining or gaining possessions of something in exchange for payment or clearing a debt. And and in this instance, like that's, you know, they give you one or two definitions or that was the second one. And there's no, uh, I didn't have to exchange a payment. Uh, you could say that maybe my services were a form of payment or my obedience was a form of payment of uh, following him and, and doing what is so. Of you know, I, I like that that definition of it of the action of regaining or gaining possession of you know for an exchange or even clearing a debt kind of thing. So, and, and I want to go into that and give you a couple of stories uh, of how that's uh, come true uh, in in my life. And, and I want to start off 
uh, with a story of, you know, I've shared my story on here. Like if you go all the way back to the first two podcasts, first couple of podcasts, I, I share my story and what I did. We know that I was strung out on meth, you know, and it's to the point is I was shooting up meth. And things came spiraling down when I decided to break into a church, got into trouble, went to jail, um, and, and all that. And, you know, in that process, uh, you know, I, I did. I caught, you know, the news, Fox News, the news outlets caught it, ran it, you know, 12 years ago. There used to be a thing called 6 o'clock news now with streaming and everything. I don't even know if that exists. But there is still news, and so I made the news and was wanted and all that. And then also, you know, I think I've shared on here about a year later after that, you know, I was able to go back and make my amends to the church and apologize and ask for forgiveness um, and, in a sense, was redeemed for, for what I'd done and, um, you know, forgiven. And that was also caught uh, by the, the news outlets as well. But fast forward, you know, 10 years later from from that incident of, of being on the news, making amends or whatever, almost 10 years later, here I am as I'm trying to help others who have been through what I've been through, who have gone down the path of addiction, as I'm helping them and trying to figure out, trying to, how you know, find a place to house them and, uh, you know, have a rehab so they can get the help they need and everything like that. Uh, come up with this idea of doing a tiny home community and you know one of my ways around doing that because of the local zoning laws and stuff is I had to had to kind of find a loophole which was to do it on church property um, uh, because uh, there's a federal law saying that, that you know church property uh, you know property that church owns doesn't necessarily have to follow the zoning laws when it comes to certain things, um, you know, but they do got to follow building code, code and all that stuff. But, and, and I wasn't, you know, and I say that I didn't go in like swinging around, whacking them with like, oh, the federal law says this, you have to, I didn't, I just went in and asked for permission uh, because it's one of them deals where I'd rather have them support it and see that we're doing something good versus then, you know, turning against them and causing riff and, you know, if they really wanted to, could throw up a bunch of red tape and red flags to kind of halt things uh, that I was trying to do. So anyway, all that to say that uh, the church that I found to uh, do this with um, was a church that I ended up breaking into. So a church that uh, allowed me, that's allowing me to to build some tiny home communities to run a rehab behind them to help people who are where I was at when I broke into the church 12 years ago and now allowed me to do a ministry on their property to help men who are in that situation, condition and stuff. And just to see how God's kind of redeemed that, redeemed what I've done um, and and able to use that for his good. Because it says, for those who love him, you know, called according to his purpose, you know, all things are good and he can make good out of it. I apologize. I'm uh, sitting in front row at a train 
going by, so I apologize for the sound. Um, didn't know that was going to happen. But uh, so that was one story or instance of just how God has kind of redeemed my situation, redeemed um, my addiction and, and what I did and what I thought, man, if you had asked me 11 and a half years ago when this happened, um, man, I, I would have never thought like this would be a thing. Like I, I, I just knew that I was going to be shamed out of town. I knew that uh, people were going to look upon me because you think about it, man, people are like, man, what kind of moron breaks into a church? Like what kind of person with any dignity or humane would break into a church and like all these conversations, like people seeing the news thing and thinking, man, that guy's going straight to hell. And, you know, to see, all, to think all of that. And, and you do hear some of that um, as social media was uh, taken off back then. Um, you know, there were some things said or whatever, but it's just something that, that the enemy was trying to use to keep me down. But as time has gone on, man, and to see my obedience and, and to see what I've been striving to do to help others and, and to be a part of the community and help out and those kind of things, man, just see how God's been able to redeem that story and show that even though there was something bad that happened here, man, that same person can do something good there to help others, to give back and, and to be a part of that is just absolutely amazing. And to see how God can use that in the redemption of it. And then the other story, man, this is one that's, like just recently just recently come to mind and it's just so uh, overwhelming and and just so amazing to see man but to know that uh that man just uh in the time frame that this took such a long time that you just think that nothing ever good would would come of this but to show you man so uh, y'all know I just recently became uh, a, a first-time granddad, so grandpa and K-Paul, as uh, as I think I'm going to be called, and you know to 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 have that little guy and him to be born and the joy of it and to see a, another generation, you know, of your name lives on. But the story, the backstory behind this. So my son, who it, it was his kid, of course he wasn't the one that had it, his fiance did. Um, but so my son was born on December the 18th, uh, which is coming up soon. But he was born on December the 18th in 98. And then a year later, my daughter uh, was um, was uh, due on the same day, December the 18th, as he was. Uh, he came early, so he wasn't necessarily due on the 18th. He just had to be born on the 18th. But. You know, a year later, my daughter, who uh, was due on the 18th, uh, she was born on November the 29th. And then as you know, my story, or this part of my story is, you know, two months after after she was born, she passed away. And, um, and you know, that had been my story for a long time. She passed away and something that kept me using, something that I've, you know, been able to use to help people in the past and be able to see. Uh, just things and how things played out. And even when I did get in trouble, um, uh, you know, at the time I was having to live at home and, and there was an incident, you know, two years after I got clean and where my brother was killed and we talked about him here. 
Um, you know, I was living at home, so I thought maybe, maybe this was it, that I went through losing a child, a parent who lost a child, and living at home, my parents who just lost a child, and maybe how God was using that. Um, and, and we're not saying he didn't because it was an opportunity for me to uh, be with my parents and to, um, you know, uh, to go through that and, and, and minister uh, to them in that time and, and that kind of thing. And um, so, but fast forward a little bit further. So uh, this little grandchild of mine, um, you know, uh, they, you know, obviously conceived the little guy and then, um, you know, his due date's December the 18th. So like, oh, cool, it's going to be born on my son's birthday possibly and that whole thing and everything. And then all of a sudden she started uh, having some complications of high blood pressure and stuff. And so uh, they felt there was the best interest to go ahead and induce her labor and for her to go in. So she goes into the hospital and they induce it. And, you know, sometimes when inducing, uh, it can still take a day or, or two before anything happens. And so they'd put her, um, you know, they induced her on uh, the 29th, like early, early, like 1230 in the morning, uh, just past midnight, uh, 1230 in the morning, induced her. And it was on the 29th of November. And so we weren't thinking nothing about it. That it was going to take it, you know, be the next day possibly. But then that evening, uh, she started having having some complications, and they went to do the epidural. Uh, little guy didn't like the epidural, so his heart rate dropped, and so they had to do an emergency C-section. So then after he was born, it just kind of all came flooding to me to see that this little guy was due on December the 18th and was born on November 29th, just like my daughter. And to think that for 23 years, it had been since my daughter uh, had passed away, 24 years since she was born, uh, she would have been 24 that day. But to think for 23 years, I dreaded November the 29th and wanted nothing to do with that day, hide in that day not talk to people on that day and then to see God give me this joyous grandbaby on that same day that she was uh, born. You know, it gave me a whole new pers- uh, perspective and to see that God redeemed those 23 years of giving me something to look forward to, looking to have joy on November the 29th for that day to mean something again, man. Just to see how God did that. And I fully believe that it's because of my obedience and my willingness to follow him and to serve him and to work hard for him. And he found, uh, he, he found it, um, to be good that, that that would happen and to redeem that time. And man, the joy that brings me and the opportunities that gives me, man, such a great time in the sea the redemptive story that God can produce. And one, you know, in, in, in my life to see all this kind of unfold is just so just mind blowing to see that, that he found me worthy to be a part of it, to, to pour into my life and to do for me and to see that and to be a part of that. has been absolutely amazing. So I say all this, man, as a, as redemptive, 
as a redemptive story and the redemption in our lives. Never give up. Never stop believing. Never stop trusting. Always know that he can do what we can't. He can take things that seem like uh, the devastation of losing a child, the devastation of being strung out and breaking into a church and, and possibly making the rest of your life a life of prison and, and felon and you know stuff, the negative connotations that come with that kind of thing to see, you know, and to see that he can take all that and do good with it. Um, that he can take all that and use it for his glory, man. And, and so I just want to encourage this morning as we talk about this redemption story, as we talk about those kind of things and to see that, um, that, you know, God can continue to use us even in our mess, even in our, um, even in things that don't go our way. We don't, you know, whatever the case may be, don't give up, keep pursuing, keep believing, keep trusting him and know that he can use you. And in times that you think you, he can't, he will. And it's not that he always prepares the called. Well, he does prepare the call. Sorry, I butchered that. But it's not always you got to be ready when he calls. Sometimes he calls and then and he grooms you, teaches you, and preps you. But some people feel like they have to be prepped and ready to be called. But sometimes he calls, and then he gives you what you need for the calling. And so, man, just my encouragement in this time of year, uh, we celebrate, um, you know, the birth of Christ and remember that it's, you know, it, that it's, at the end of the day, it's about him, not us. And we get caught up in that in this time of season of, you know, of gifts, of giving and receiving and all that. But just know that, man, redemption is possible no matter how bad you think it is. Man, breaking into a church you think be pretty bad, right? No matter, no matter how bad you think it may be, just know that you can still be used and still have a story to share that'll blow people's minds. So when it comes to redemption, you're either all in or all out. 